for a woman, it's, it's those qualities of knowing, am I going to be taken care of? Am I going to be looked after? I mean, let's just get on to it. Talk about sex. Oh, hey, Bernie. How are you doing? Welcome to the Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect. My name is Rina Dittianabil, aka Mommy Imperfect, and this is a podcast where you get your weekly dose of girl chat, the place where I delve into different aspects of womanhood with the help of my fabulous guests. Now, I've said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it again. I think that the majority of people in this world just want to love and be loved. And there's no shame in that. I don't think we need to transcend our longing for love. We need to honor it because it's a beautiful thing. But falling in love can be complicated and staying in a relationship and making it work can be even more complicated, especially when you factor in the differences between what women want and what men want. While it's true that not everyone's going to share experiences based on gender expectations, there are some interesting trends to consider. Joining me today to help navigate these trends is relationship coach Gurjeet Rana. Hi, Gurj. Welcome back to the Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect. Oh, thank you, Rene. That was an amazing introduction and just love what you've created and what this podcast stands for. Thank, thank you for you. having me back. <laughs> well, it's nice to see you again. It's nice to see you again. Not in the flesh, but, you know, over Zoom. Um, so, Gurj, you know, we, we've spoken about relationships and things like that before on this podcast, I think last year at some point. But this time, like, I really wanted to get you back on because, I mean, this is something that I've been thinking about and having conversations with other people about, you know, the differences between men and women, what they want from relationships, their, you know, falling in love and the way that different genders do that kind of thing. But then I saw a couple of your reels that you put out on your social media. And, you know, I think um, you did one what men want and what women want and I thought you know what that's it's really interesting and you kind of brought up some good points in those so I just wanted to to talk about that like first of all I think it was something like qualities that men uh find attractive and qualities that women find attractive in a man absolutely um we think it's the same right and and what you started with is absolutely beautiful of innately on the surface we all say I want to love and I want to be loved but what mm. does that actually look like in real terms, yeah. in real life? And it's very different. So even when people say they, I just want to be happy, I am now very a lot more, well, tell me what that looks like. You know, mm. I can't just take, you want to be happy. Underneath that, you've already got an idea of what your happiness looks like. Mm. And it's the same for men, you know, and the qualities that these some of these myths that women have, that this is what a man wants. They want you to clean the house and take care of him and cook for him they are old wives tales of what mm. men are looking for and it's almost like that's just the basics you know mm. that's just how you choose to live as a human being but as as uh, men and women we have different needs and different requirements you know like for mm. men for example I think one of the ones were they want to be comfortable that they can leave you in a room mm. <laughs> they come back and you're not having a rubbing shoulders up with your mum or with their friends. They don't want to hear back from people. Nobody does that, hey, I'm not sure about your partner. And I mm. think it's there for, for women as well. We want the assurance of our family. But most of the time, the, when we date someone, if you think about it, we don't share much to other people. We leave mm. it until we're too far into the relationship before we start introducing them to our friends or our family members. 
True. I mean, unless it's a some kind of arranged marriage rishta situation, and then it's the other way around, really, isn't it? Yeah, everybody knows you, but you don't know each other. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you in twenty years how we're getting on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so there's, there's that, right? That we, um, you know, pe- men certainly want to feel comfortable because you know they're going to introduce you to their friends and family. Everybody wants to know that they've. I don't like using this word, but made the right choice. You know, or a choice that everyone goes. You know what? I can see you being with this person. Yeah. And then, of course, you're going to have people that are like, I didn't know. Why? How can you two be compatible? And that's usually alarm bells. That it's not always about the other person. It may be that those people in your life don't know you as well as they should. Right. Or you don't express yourself as much as they should because you mm. know. Have you ever had those friends where you're like, I don't get it. Mm. <laughs> well, as in, like, I don't get why she likes this guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Some people that are married, it's like, you just look at the the other half and you're like, I don't get what attracted you to this person enough to marry them. Like, what is it? You know, sometimes you see something in that you're like, oh, you know, I get it. I get it. Maybe they're not good looking or whatever, but you know, so they're really funny or they're really kind or general. And then some people you're like, I, sh- I just don't, but you know, I don't know. There might be something, you know, that we don't see. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. And that's the point, right? That even the people that we think we know really well, we don't know them well enough, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. for us to have a judgment on somebody else's partner, that's, you know, quite a lot, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That you're looking to approve somebody else's or you're asking for approval of, do you think that person's right for me? How mm. do they know? You know? Yeah. So like I say, the, the, this brings up a lot of more, what I call deep-rooted either issues or more so more deeper understanding do you really know the people around you and do they know you how comfortable are you sharing your world with friends and family and yet mm. you're looking for them to approve your partner yeah you know yes. it's like you've you like got out of another bag <laughs> let me yeah. share my bag off everybody <laughs> do you like it mm. but i mean coming back to what what men want and what women want and how it's different so it, you know you just said oh showing my bag off right okay mm. uh if with men and women do which gender is it men or women that want to show off their partner more it's like okay this is a it's a trophy it's a nice bit of arm candy and you know i'm I'm not judging i'm i'm not above that do you know what i mean Mm. Uh, to 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 show off your partner you see on instagram it's like people putting pictures up of their wives looking all hot oh my god you know look at my wife uh, or look at my husband fine but do you does one gender do do it more than the other does it mean more to men or women to do that kind of thing to show off their other half well i was gonna say to you well which one do we tend to see more in social media well as in who shows off who shows off their partner more yeah what is it men women 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 like most women if you go to their instagrams or populate you know whether it's anniversary and what have you i'm not saying men don't do it Mm-hmm. but they do it subtly you know okay you know, meaning meaningfully or they don't do it at all mm. and, you know i know more men that will say well my life's private you know yeah yeah my husband's like that very much like that yeah yeah so you know that's where it comes from whereas women want to feel proud you know they mm. want to show off that they're having a, a good time in their life and and so they should there's nothing wrong with that yeah you know and i don't, and I, I just want to be clear on that that it's it's not about you know um your partner's your trophy, you're just showing your world. That's what social media is about, mm. um, being relatable. I mean, you know, that's that's what we all do. We show pictures of our children. We choose to show pictures of our partners. Yeah. You know, the holidays we go on, That that's the life we live. But it doesn't make it right or wrong. But yes, 
there is slightly more bias towards women wanting to mm-hmm. show the perfect lifestyle, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. Versus, okay. versus men who are a little bit more discreet about it, um, more a little bit private. And that's not to say they're not proud of the person they've married and everything mm. else. It, they just they just think, well, you know, that's just life. Mm. Yeah. That their 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 mindset is more ingrained on, you know, what am I doing with this person? How 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 do I provide for this family? Mm. And if they everyone and it's it's there in all of us. We all sometimes feel like you know what, we're not good enough. So you going around and prating pictures of me that I'm the idle man and I might not and I'm not feeling that or I don't feel mm. good enough. You know, that's what triggers it off sometimes for some people of like, you know, don't make me out to be something I'm not. Or when they make a mistake, mm-hmm. you know, they're a lot more flippant about it. Yeah. 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 OK, so <laughs> so it, OK, so this this whole thing of like qualities that that women find attractive in men, just what are the main ones that you kind of um you, you know that you brought up in that reel and that you would say to people what are the main ones that women find attractive in a man so women tend to find they want security Mm, mm -hmm. right they they want security they want leadership so as much as we say you know no i'm an independent woman i can make my own decisions when it comes to simple things trust me you want a man right And and i'll give you i'll give you my own example this weekend alone we were heading up a mountain i got stuck on a mountain car was the tires were slipping and they were turning mm-hmm. and it was literally a, a helter skelter <laughs> with with verge no verges on the other side and there was two women with me and the car behind me happened to have a man and, and two women in two women in that car and I panicked and my immediate reaction was I can't drive my car and my friend said that's fine I'll, I'll get one of the other girls I went no 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 I need the gentleman I, I have now lost all faith <laughs> I don't want anyone mm. to drive. It's got to be him. And that's maybe just me. It wasn't because I didn't think the women were any less capable because the, the second car had to be driven by a woman anyway, mm. right? But in just in that moment where my brain had gone was at times like this, you need someone calm around you. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I will come back. I will come back to that in a, in a yeah. bit because I think that that's a really important thing. Okay, so, so um, the security, leadership, and what were the other things? So security, leadership, that you have, um, you're paying attention to what's being said. Don't try mm. and fix me, but do try and listen to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We know these translators very much as, um, sorry, let's just close this off, um, as you're not listening to me. Don't, or don't fix me. That's the key thing here. People go mm. into, oh, so you want me to come? It's like, no, I just need you to listen to me. So mm. for a woman, it's it's those qualities of knowing Am I going to be taken care of? Am I going to be looked after? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and can you accept me with my flaws? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And uh, is one of them also taking care of the house, like the domestic kind of thing? Is that, is that, or no, no, actually we're talking about, that's men, isn't it? I'm going to get to men actually. So let should we just talk about men now, what they want? Is yeah. that something the, that men would sorry. want? Yeah, sorry, just to finish off on that domestic yeah. piece, actually, before you go over. There is yeah. that in there as well, because for women, we think it's making sure the house is perfectly clean, there's food, you know, in yeah. the fridge and, and the, you know, meals prepared. Actually, men want a little bit more than that. They want to know that you can take care of yourself if they're not around. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So that basically looks like you're not waiting for them to come home and make every decision. 
you know, that you can do certain things. And that's what they're looking for. And is it, when we talk about independent women, you know, they also want a partner to go, did you ring up and find mm-hmm. out about the holiday? Mm-hmm. What da, 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 da. They might make the final decision. They're not using you as your PA, but they aren't using your PA. And <laughs> when we were putting that reel together, I remember one of the words I came up with is, do you have to, do women have to be a home minister? Mm. <laughs> you know, because they are effectively, they have to think about, right, how do I get the children organised? How do I get the home? Mm. How are we get into this? You know, and they also work with the partner in terms of the timings. You know, what yeah. time are we going here? What time are we doing? Right. And they work backwards to figure out all that needs to be figured out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you've done the same when you're like preparing a day out that it's not. Oh, a- yeah. I mean, we, we go on a day out and my husband's like, he gets himself ready and he's like, right, you got these, you lot need to get together. I'm in the car waiting and I'm like, uh, I'm getting myself ready and three children. Like, what? You just got yourself ready and then you're like, I'm waiting in the car. So, yes, I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I'm just in the car. What are you it, doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I've been doing everyone's hair for the last hour. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> exactly. So that that's where for us, it's the planning side is more than just the we go, you know, we're going out and I can just pick up the keys and get in the car, mm. you know, mm-hmm. as you know, it's a little bit more preparation and that is a quality that they look for the organization. So when we think they're not organized, yeah, their way of organizing is by telling us this is what time I'm going. <laughs> so mm. be organized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is that domestic uh, being looked after thing, something that's on, you know, that that's quite important to men as well, would you say? I think so. Yeah, it's, it's there. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're, if they're, I'm not saying they they want a prim and proper wife, mm. but they want to know, look, if I'm not around, you're not going to be sat there, you know, not taking care of something. You know, they yeah. want a person that's equally capable of, you know, you can make a phone call to the mortgage broker or what have you. You know, some yeah. of them find, you know, there'll be situations where there are women that use the masculine energy to get stuff done. Yep. And therefore the, the male just goes, oh, okay cool right mm. so you have to look at what your what I call your strengths and weaknesses are as a couple mm. it's not to say it doesn't work yeah but it's just when you stop a man from being a man and a woman from being a woman there's nothing wrong with it by the way it's just managing it and mm. we all do it because we are very much in what I call masculine dynamic energy when we're at work we come home and we apply start applying the same logic and some some of us are just more dominant with it if that makes sense Right. So what I am I'm kind of getting from all of this is that things like, you know, the strength and the leadership, they're things that women obviously look for in a man. And it's quite a traditional thing, really, isn't it? Like as much as we try and deny it, do you think that that's still in us, these things that men don't look for that really in women, but yeah. women always deep down, they do want that from a guy? Yeah. And um, I'll tell you one of the other ones, financial security. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, you know, women may on the surface turn, I want someone rich and wealthy and blah, blah, blah. You know, we, they all, we all say it. We all say we want yeah. this kind of life. It comes from a lifestyle. Even if you say, no, 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 I just want to know that I've got a home and I've got a car and we're going to go on holidays. Well, what, what pays for that, my love? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, so even though we say, no, 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 I don't want his money, but I do want these things, that, that gets paid for somehow, right? So men want to know that women are just as savvy with money. They're not saying, look, you have to be the, the, the best brain, the clever box. You know, if you think of all the things now with crypto money and NFTs, 
but it supports of going, you know what, she's not after me for my money, but she's my equal and she wants to create something. And even if you don't, you know, you have chosen to be, um, you know, one partner's the breadwinner or what have you, but together, collectively, that you're just as creative of going, right, how do we create more streams of passive income? Or, you know, how do we uh, make our money go further? You know, men are interested in women in that way as well. It's when it's like one way, it's like, oh, okay, I have to do all the hard work. Well, I mean, these, I've had these conversations with my husband recently and, and uh, you know, the few other people who are looking to get married and stuff. So, I don't know, like, some a lot of men are like, oh, you know, I don't care what a woman's career is or if she's got some high-flying, well-paid career, I'll, I'm the man. I'm the provider. I will look after her. If she's got a job, great. If if she hasn't got much of a, great, a good job, then I don't really care. Like I don't know. Do do you meet a lot of people like that as well? Yes. So you can have. Oh, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> um, yes, you can have men that also turn around and say, "Actually, I don't need her to be a high flyer and what have you." And you'll notice right there when they're saying that mm. it's not coming from a space of because because. Um, I don't want to have more money yeah. or, you know, there'll be a number of things that play up for ma- for a man. It's his, his, um, pride, his ego. Yeah. For some men it's control. Yes. Yes. Right. We don't want to hear it, but that, that is also there for them. And of course for them to know, Oh my God, I'm not good enough. Um, how many guys I come to me that say, I'm not looking for a girl. And I go, why are you not looking for a woman yet? well, I'm, I'm sort of still toying with my business. I want to get that right. And, you know, I want to be secure myself. And and it scares them because the bar has been set so high, right? And yeah. they go into that traditional mindset that they have to be the breadwinner. They have to do better. So they're caught up in that, also not feeling good enough. Right. Okay, because they, they want to get to a certain level before they find a partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, mm-hmm. they just want to have these things because that's, that's what they're hiding, their insecurities around that. You know, for men, it's about um, confidence, leadership, and being able to financially provide for your family. That's all. That's all they've been known. Mm. You know, and, of how to yeah. So quite traditional things, aren't they? They're quite traditional yeah. things. I mean, the thing is that I, I just want to talk about gender roles now a little bit because I think that. You know, I, I've grown up, you know, singing all the, the, the lyrics to Destiny's Child, independent woman, like, you know, I bought my stuff, watch I'm wearing in, I'm, I bought it, house I live in, I bought it, all that kind of stuff. You know, that's how I was brought up and always had a job, always had my own money and stuff. And OK, women uh, can do exactly the same as things as men. We don't need men. You know, if we have them, great. If we don't, so what? That's That was my mindset. And I tell you uh, when it changed a little bit, Gurge, is because when I had kids, I then realised okay, you know, I have obviously produced a child from my own body and I'm going to have to take the time off to, number one, get over childbirth and number two, because, you know, I am going to stay at home with a baby for a year and then if I am was the main breadwinner, what would happen exactly? I wasn't the main breadwinner and that's why we were okay but this is when I realised, okay, do you know what? We, men and women are equal but we are the ones who can have children women are the ones who can have children and when that happens it's like you should be and your life will be a lot easier if you are with a guy who can be the main financial provider because he's not having the kids and taking time off you are and even if you know even if it's like oh well you know I'm going to get back to work as soon as possible 
you've just had a baby you're going to be all over the place for a while hormonally you're not going to be like right baby out back to work you won't even be okay in your body to do that so it's just not it's not even an option I don't think and that's when it hit me that okay we're different we're very very different exactly that very point right that you know how many women that um and again it's your individual circumstances as a couple of what where you're at financially what it means Mm. to you what you're trying to create and I've known women that have literally given birth and eight weeks later they're back to work Mm. and how they do it like you say emotionally mentally physically Mm. you know and some of them have really high high powered jobs um and again then you come back to the other extreme of going well if you're working what about all the nursery fees? Yep. So it's it's not easy, you know, either way, you know, and I've seen that myself. I have a sister-in-law who gave birth to twins during lockdown. Um, I have a, a, another family member who, you know, she's looking at her circumstances and went, my husband's just opened up a business. Why do I work, just work with him? It would be fo- so much more financially better versus me going back to work and all the money that I'm making goes to the nursery fees anyway. And I miss out on my children's life. That's it. So I, That's it. You know, I mean, so there is something to weigh up, isn't there? There is. And, and with my first two daughters, I had them 18 months apart. So then, you know, after the second one, I was like, I'm just going to stop working for a bit because what is the point? Two lots of nursery fees. I don't think so. And like you said, then no one's spending time with the kids. And that's, you know, sometimes we're so caught up in our own, like what we want. Oh, I want this. I want my independence. I want a good career. You know, I want all this, the stuff. Do you know what I mean? The holidays, this, that and whatever. And when you I feel like when you're bringing kids into the world it's like none of this is their fault none of the, they don't care about any of this if you're going to be like right well I'm having my career you have your career right put them in childcare. they're not having that time with you I, I know I've got quite strong few views on this girl to be honest and I don't and it, I kind of surprise myself with the views that I have now as to before I had kids because now I'm like well why are you having kids if you're just going to be like right back to work uh I'll see you when I pick you up from nursery at 6 p.m put you to bed so you get in the morning for an hour and that's it I just yeah. I just think why because it's not no kid wants to have that really they and yeah. and this is where I'm thinking that you know the traditional my traditional thinking has then kind of kicked in as like okay you know they, they do need that time with their moms they do need to have time with both parents if possible but at least mm. one parent at home and and I that might be unpopular opinion to a lot of people but it's something that I realized since becoming a mom and that's beautiful and like I said you're right you know that I always used to wonder that as well I'm going how do the people do it what's the point of having them if they're never going to be around to take care of them right from a financial perspective I get it if if you have to go back to work like Mm -hmm. your maternity cover's finished you know um you know again both of my sister-in-laws I'm grateful like they they chose to really like every moment they they thoroughly enjoyed their maternity covers and, you know, I feel blessed as part of it because, you know, I've had the opportunity to live with both sets of, you know, children as they've grown up in this home. Right. Mm. And it's so, you know, and that's where I get that extended families and everything else can help it work and makes it easier. Yeah. Your child's not then missing out on, on family and love. Yeah. And I think it comes back to what you said, like at the very beginning of around days out. You know, children want to hang out with their mum and dad. Mm. They want to see them be loved up and being funny and goofy and all the rest of it. It's when they don't see that level of love and affection being Mm. returned or that kind of normality of, you know, families not doing stuff together that they get to realise and go, well, if mum can do it on her own, I can do it on my own. Yes, yes, exactly. 
that's where we've come kind of started to push more of the you know I I say it with love the girl power the empowerment power and I and I question that because for me empowerment means something else like you know for me empowering like I said it in the post you know if she's empowering she's not just empowering you she's empowering everyone you know whether it's her son whether it's her husband whether it's her mother like that's the kind of woman you want to be with that's going to empower everyone and not selective people in in the family you know um because we've seen those cultures where we've grown up and go no 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 bete you can do this no bete you can't do that yeah right so not only do you want your mum to be around but long as there's that equalness or equality as you know that you're bringing in that that's what rubs off when the child goes out to the world and go well, mum, I'm, you know, you tell me I can't do this. And when I go to work, my boss says I can't do this. Oh, but it's okay for him. He can have this promotion. And, oh, look, he gets paid five times to do the same job as me. So, where, you know, where's the fairness in that? Do you think that now, and I was speaking about this in last week's podcast with my friends, that because everybody wants to do everything, you know, women want to be like, you know, I don't really need a man. I'm financially independent. I've got my own career. And... I can be a leader too. Um, and do you think that the roles within a marriage or relationship are a little bit muddled now because everybody wants to do everything? So this kind of, um, do you know what I'm saying? The masculine and feminine roles, are they yeah. a bit muddled up? Because I think I feel like in, the, in our parents' and grandparents' generations, it was a little bit more clear-cut. Not saying it's right, but do you, do you get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, absolutely. It- and I want to just separate something because what we're doing here at the moment is we're collapsing two things that we have it that masculine energy means it's just over there with men and feminine energy is just over here with women and the roles define them. At least that's like you're saying is the generations that we've had in the past that typically a woman stays at home. She makes the dal sub, jiruti, whatever, right? Mm. Man goes out to work, comes home and he shouldn't be bothered after, you know, just let him rest, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then the kids walk in and what are the three things you argue over? Money, children and intimacy, you know, because <laughs> you're both freaking tired. There's not enough money to go around. Yeah. And kids are doing he- your head in and at night you're not getting what you want. <laughs> let's, just, let's just get to the, to the, yeah, to the yeah. meat of it, right? Now, in the modern world... And and just to think back then that um, even in that generation or the you know in that time period, both men and women had men had um, masculine and feminine energy, right? Even back then, our moms just knew how to do do do. Let me get this done. Let me get that done. Can you do this? Go and wipe this down. Go and they're in the, also the dynamic energy. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't in the flow energy. Some women absolutely hate being, you know. Uh, home d- domestic domestically you know goddess or whatever you or or mm-hmm. you know um being a mum you know it's not to say yeah. it's for everyone right no no it's not of course not right um and same for for men that they want to come home but they just want to relax or move into their feminine energy but again they're like have you done this yet have you done that yet and it comes across as criticism so they're feeling like if they've got a boss at work that's also like that and then there's a woman there that's also nagging in that way at what point can they just be? Mm. So, yes, in today's world, the more education we have, all of us have still got the same. We've got masculine and feminine energy. What we have today is more awareness around it. You know, where do I need to use up my masculine energy to get stuff done? And then where do I need to pull back and become more feminine to have more fun and chill out? You know, what serves me in what moment? You know, and I and I got that for myself that there are occasions 
it's okay to let a man lead. Doesn't mean I'm bloody weak, right? It's okay to let them choose to want to pay for the bill at, at, on a first date or whatever. It's okay if they want to open the door. And it's okay if they don't want to carry a suitcase for me. I can do that myself if we're at an airport. So it's just thinking about like what works for you. But if you have this expectation going on that a man's role is X, that's where the problems show up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And the masculine feminine energy, that's why it gets so confused that it just put it down to gender and role. And it's more than that, you know? Like I'm sure you have your moments where, you know, between you and your husband, you know where your strengths are. Mm. You know when it's time for you to lead versus him time to step back and two of you can't leave the relationship is my point you take it in terms and that's what makes the relationship flow and work yeah yeah um are there certain things which are more important to men than women I mean we talked you talked about their intimacy I mean let's just get onto it talk about sex right is is that more important to a man in a relationship than a woman because let's face it like a woman's sex drive can kind of ebb and flow within a month you know what I mean if you're on your period or your hormones or whatever you're not it's it's less constant than a man I mean is that is that is that why sex is more important to men in a relationship would you say being a relationship Uh, expert I I would say it's important to both at different points in life right there are women in their 40s who have more cravings for it Mm. again because you've had your children and you now know that it's all about fun and you just want more um depth and richness in your intimacy Mm -hmm. right i know women in their 60s right now that have been sharing with me and going but it's just a friendship you know when we get into the bedroom nothing happens how can i carry on this is not a relationship Mm. and i was like wow women in this and that's the point it is important for different sexes at different time. With men as well, there's this misconception that they'll they'll be with anyone. Not really true. They also want to know, you know, because of the vast array of dating apps and everything else, it's not to say they're judging you, but they want to know they're being with someone that, you know, is in it for the right reasons. Yes, you'll still get those people that are just there for that moment. Mm, but for the whole cops. Look- mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But the, the whole commitment piece is there for them as well. They don't just necessarily want to sleep around with people when you get to a certain age you're not just looking for that hookup in that moment but you're genuinely looking for friendships as well so I think it really depends on what spectrum and and where you're at in your life stage Mm. you you know again 20s 30s it's more there for 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 men right and as it gets older it's actually more there for women if you think about your hormones are changing you know when we go into good to know yeah yeah it's it's (laughs) All of it, your hormones are changing and you're like, one minute you want more and one minute you're like, just leave me alone, I need to deal with my heat. <laughs> so it really can, can, can vary. But I think it's one of those where it's what's right for you and right for you as a couple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what you about know? things like uh, a verbal, ex- um, verbal expression of love? Like just saying I love you, is that a thing that women place more importance on than men hearing that kind of a thing? Um, you probably are aware, I don't know actually, I'm sure you've heard of Gary Chapman's uh, Five Love Languages. Yes, I have, yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I thought, I know you've heard of them. So that's it, it's, it's what love language is important to you, right? And yeah, there's a slight over-bias towards women of, of words of affirmation, right? Because we want to constantly be assured that whole thing that comes back to, I need trust, is because you don't trust yourself. When you learn to trust yourself, 
you know, the breakthroughs mm. that you can have with, with other people are, are phenomenal. And I don't just mean in an intimate relationship. I mean with family. I mean with friends. Um, last night I got back and we were doing a coaching group. We had an amazing session on, on inner child. And right at the end, uh, one of my clients said that, you know, I don't know. I don't know this. You know, I was surprised I met my inner child. And I don't know. I didn't quite connect with her. I said, cool. I said, can you just grab me a mirror? She picked up a mirror. I said, can you say I love you to the person? She, and she literally froze. That's interesting. I said, try it again. No, I can't say it. And I said, right, now I'm going to hold you to it. Can you do it? And she, we kept going until she had it, that breakthrough of, mm. I can say I love you, burst into tears. And she said, I've never said that to myself. And I said, if you can't fall in love with the person in the mirror, why do you expect someone else to fall in love with you? If you can't say it to yourself that I love you wholeheartedly, I love your wet hair, I love your geeky glasses, or I love your big teeth, or your big nose, or whatever, right? Yeah. Until you accept, and that's what's in there. If you can own your own femininity, everybody else can own your femininity as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what it really means. So yeah, when this one part partner constantly wants that reassurance, what's that like? It's bloody draining for the other person. You I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if that is really important to, to one partner, let's say, you know, a woman, like, as you said, because women want that assurance, words words of assurance more, but then men are like, mm, I told you I love you, like, two months ago. Like, what do you want from me? How do we manage that as women? Because, it, it, you know, that can be... It's not very nice, really, is it? If, if that's what you need to keep going and you're not getting it. I, I keep coming back to look at your, your relationship to yourself. If you know that you're doing all the work around self-love, you're going to have to pivot. And when you pivot, people around you transform as well. They almost, it's, it's magical in some ways. People don't believe it until it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this, this is, I'm off at the moment. I'm on, I'm on holiday. So again, and I say this to my clients that work with me, that they have access to me 24-7 or within 24 hours I reply. So again, one of my ladies, we were out in shopping and I just happened to see my phone and she said, trying everything here he's in a bad mood don't know what to do and she's at home on maternity leave and she's like I really don't know what to do and I said have you tried to and I just left her about a 30 second voice note and said try and be playful if you know that you haven't done anything wrong you haven't pissed him off there's something on his mind distract him this is your moment distract him play with the baby create a game shift the energy when you shift that energy, and this is what I'm saying, take him out of his masculine or, or hard energy and get him into the softer energy, which is more playful and loving. And uh, later this that evening, I said, so how did it go? And she going, oh, my God, that took 30 seconds. I went, really? Why? What happened? She goes, he'd gone from being grumpy, annoying and, you know, irritable with what he was doing. And it was just starting to grate on her like you're making me feel uncomfortable to she said, hey, I'm just playing a game. And she goes, I made it fun. And then he wanted to join in. And it was just playing with the baby and, I don't know, it was blocks or something. And she goes, he just came along and then she goes, the giggle started. But she goes, it lightened him up. I said, did you get to the root cause of what he want, what's bothering him? She goes, he started to share a little bit and then he realised he was talking about a family member and then he just shut down. I said, that's fine. But she goes, in terms of the energy that it brought to them in that moment, she goes, completely mm. shifted. it, And that's the point, right, that when you're constantly looking for that validation it is not your partner's job to make you happy sorry to say it Mm. it is not your partner's job to manage your you know joy that's up to you to bring vibrancy and love because you'll attract it back (laughs) right Mm. um but if you're 
constant like just please you know what your partner will also play on it because the more you ask just say i love you they'll be like nah not today you know it's <laughs> <laughs> laughing is that happened between you and tony yeah <laughs> well i mean he mm, i think you know what it is like we've been together 20 years and i think that at this stage it's like i know you know how this person works and how their brain works and stuff and also it's like you kind of I mean I've got three kids I'm gonna I'm not gonna sit here thinking oh my god he didn't say I love you for three months I'm not because I haven't got time for that but <laughs> I and, and I also realize that we we're different and you know when you're just like I've accepted that we're different everything's cool and like you said you it, it's it's not his job to to say that to me all the time and I'm okay so and and, and plus I kind of I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? When somebody doesn't say it all the time, when they do say it, it means more. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So that's my that's my view on it. That's my personal view on it. Oh, that's sweet. And that's <laughs> that's the thing, right? That when then someone does say it, they're not just saying it from the surface. They're genuinely saying it from the heart. Like you know when they mean it. Yeah, yeah. Versus exactly. when someone's just saying it to please you in that moment. Yeah, or you're forcing them or something, you know. Um, but but it, it's those those little. You know, like, um, you know, going back to the love languages, the acts of service and those kind of things and the touch. And sometimes you get, I love you from these things anyway. So it's like, what do you want the words for? Do you know what I mean? If you're, if they're saying I love you, their actions uh, and body language is screaming it to you. Why do you need the words? Exactly. And that comes back to, you know, like I was saying, you know, in the post around, you know, what are the qualities that women look for? If you can hear it in that he's reliable he can communicate without blaming like you can have a conversation and you feel valued and appreciated in that relationship that might mean more to you than the simple words of i love you yeah yeah you know so it really really depends on what you've created love to be and people have love as this i don't know passionate big thing right that's called romance Mm. okay yeah then you have the world word thing that's called lust but love is what you create in your home. Mm. Love is what you define yeah. it to be. Good. I'm going to leave it there because we're running out of time. But thank you so much for coming on and, and um, having a chat with me about this. Um, just quickly, if you just share your social media handle, if people want a bit more information about what you do and the kind of stuff that you share online. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram under Gerge Relationships underscore Coach. Um, there's plenty of, as Rina saw, reels and material and posts that are relevant for you. We, we create it into themes um, and really try and go a bit more in depth. I do a weekly live on a Friday night as well, uh, which you can join me. And also we host free masterclasses. They're typically one to two of those a month. And that's an opportunity where you can come along, uh, really understand what it means to transform a relationship either with yourself or a loved one. Um, and then finally, we also host uh, a coaching cohort, um, which pretty much is every month. And uh, you get to take on the journey of relationship reset if it's the right thing for you, which is why I invite you on to the free masterclass first. So you can come and experience what is it I do uh, and how it can benefit you and your loved ones. So that's Thank me. you. Thank you. So check it out. Um, that's Gurge for you. So listen, follow me as well at Rena D. Annabelle on Instagram or at Sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect. So the podcast is growing and that's not due to any marketing or anything like that. It's just you sharing it on social media or by any other means, you know, WhatsApping the link to your family and friends 
and you know if you really want to help me out it would be nice if you wrote a, a nice review on apple podcast because that helps people organically find this podcast as well which would be really good so we can grow even more so thank you so much for listening i hope that you found this helpful let me know your thoughts about what we had a chat about until next week bye